Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Woke up in the Hotel Transylvania. Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the CeeLo Green. Love it. Scary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> scary scary as hell. Yeah. What is his song? What is the song oh, he does? Uh they say I'm cranky. That's Silo Green? Yeah. Yeah, they say it's he, he does a song that goes They say I'm cranky. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot that and there's that music video where he's wearing a baby a diaper <laughs> yeah. and holding a baby bottle yeah. full of milk. That's right. And crying. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a podcast about, uh, well, I guess I already said it, Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. Um, if you're new to the podcast uh, or if you, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, Jeremy. I probably listen to, on a given day, I don't know, probably four dozen of them. Yeah. So it's easy to, it's easy to forget where you left off with one. Uh, we, we, uh, we are covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese uh, chronologically, the uh, the unfortunate thing about doing that is um, there's way more Adam Sandler movies. Oh, yeah. So we are doing, we're doubling up. We're doing uh, Hotel Transylvania and then uh, whatever comes after that in the Sandler filmography next. Uh, and uh, then we'll go back to a Scorsese. But uh, Jeremy, before we get into that, I got to say, first of all, happy Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween. And um, I feel like you, this uh, episode is kind of like our uh, little farewell to Halloween episode. Yeah, you know, this uh, this actually comes out after Halloween. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So that laugh you just did uh, is much less scary. I guess um, I should have said it like ho, ho, ho or something. Yeah, the, you know, if you really want to scare people this time of year, you say something like, hold on a second, we're out of turkey. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You want to say something like, wait. excuse me, will you go to Best Buy the day after Thanksgiving with me? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, Jeremy, we we have this podcast, right? We do, we're doing this Adam Sandler podcast, Martin Scorsese podcast. But I got to say, Jeremy, we do another po- separate podcast to this, and this is my favorite time of year for it. Mm. Um, this is a podcast that you can only access by signing up on something called Patreon. That's right. And uh, I don't know, Jeremy, I, I, I barely understand it. I'm, I'm 82 years old. I barely understand computers. Uh, I don't know what an iPod is. What, tell the people, what, uh, what is this? What am I talking about? Um, this is the, well, this is pa- our, a little, a little place on the internet. It's very safe for all, very welcoming called patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy, where you can find bonus material, supplemental materials. I say to the main show, 
but that sometimes mm. is sneakily much more fun than the reg show. Much more fun, and uh, you know we we're doing these themed uh, months. We always this time of year. It's you know the time of the year, the seasons really affect what we're doing over there, and we are getting into. Um, we just did summer horror, then uh, regular Halloween time horror. Uh, now we're getting into the, into the scariest month of all, Blart Vember. That's right. where we cover a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> Kevin James stuff. The Paul Paul Blart movies, and uh, hey, if you're listening to this, you'll probably dig that. Actually, the uh, the Paul Blart uh, Blart Vember <laughs> over there. So you can you can sign up. It, it's great. It's I always say it's it's ridiculous at this point how much stuff you get access to five dollar for five dollars. Um, so go on over there. It's a good time, Jeremy. We're getting into it. You know, uh, Hotel Transylvania. Right. Were you aware that there are four of these? No, don't <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> well, I, I, are we sure that there are four? <laughs> Why am I doubting you? You probably looked it up. Uh, wow, that's a lot of those movies. Yikes. Um, no, I thought they were. Th- there were three. I did think. I think a fourth one just came out that might be like direct to something. Some streaming platform well the good news is it's definitely not voiced by sandler so we don't have to cover it (laughs) oh that's good yeah the third one though hotel transylvania 3 summer vacation and we're i mean i'm I'm afraid we're uh we're locked in all right what about the second one yeah no (laughs) yeah uh the second one interestingly enough we can skip kidding we have to do it we have to do all of them and we have to do them all twice eric surprise (laughs) yeah well it doesn't seem necessary but i guess if you say so i i I will i i will say that hotel transylvania for transformania the name of the the movie transformania Uh uh-huh uh, is starring everyone else <laughs> from the movie. Uh, it's just no more, no Adam Sandler, but we got Andy Sandberg, Selena Gomez, Catherine Hahn, Jim Gaffigan, Steve Buscemi, is Molly Shannon, David Spade, Keegan Michael Key, Fran Drescher, again, the nanny back for a fourth time. Um, like, um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, what do you... I now I'm curious, like, what's going on with this? Um, well, I'll say I I'll say that uh, I don't dislike this movie. I no. actually, if I if I had kids, um, I'd be throwing this movie on. This is a this is a great like movie compromise. Uh, if I'm sitting or if I'm hanging out with uh, you know, my nephew or something, um. I, uh, I like I like it. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's I think it's a great kids movie. I think this yeah. Is, I, I think this is good. <laughs> I don't know about the second and third installments, but this is a this is a fun movie and it looked good. The animation looked great. I'm a fan. Uh, there's funny moments in it. I'm excited to uh, to talk about it. But um, 
Yeah. So, uh, did you ask a question? I can't remember. I can't remember what you. I thought you originally asked me something. Yes. Who does Adam Sandler play in this movie? Is my question. I couldn't figure. Count it out. Chocula. <laughs> So uh, this guy who directed it, Jendi Tarkovsky, it looks like he produced a bunch of uh, like Cartoon Network stuff. Mm. Dexter's, La- Dexter's Lab, Samurai Jack. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he um, has done uh, like Trolls movie. Interesting. And uh, How to Eat Fried Worms. He's involved in that. Pretty cool. Samurai um, Jack was great. Did you ever watch Saturday, Samurai Jack? I did. Yes. Yeah. A uh, long time ago, though. Yeah. So this it. this guy's career is pretty uh, notable. Like he's uh, he's he's known for good work in the animation space. If you're into animation, you know. But his, that look of his cartoons is very iconic. You know. Power oh, yeah. Powerpuff oh, yeah. and, and such. Um, it looks like, so it was created by Todd Durham, the Hotel Transylvania series. Uh, and it looks like he's most of his uh, resume here is Hotel Transylvania stuff. Apparently there's also a series, Jeremy, Hotel Transylvania uh, series. It looks like it's animated. Uh, I'm going to double check and see if Sandler's in this. No, he's not. No. None of the people that are in the... Uh, yeah, that all the di- whole whole different cast. That'd sure. be crazy if we if we if there was like two seasons of a of a Hotel Transylvania series that Sandler is in. All these people yeah. are voices <laughs> of. Yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm glad there's not though. Uh, screen uh the screenplay. Yes, yeah, so the story by Todd Durham, Dan Hagerman, Kevin Hagerman. Uh, the screenplay though is is uh co-written by Robert Smigel. Interesting. Yeah, of triumph fame. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Andy uh, Andy Samberg's character character kept saying, "For me to poop on," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. throughout the the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. I was like, "Who wrote this?" And then I saw it was Robert Smigel, and I was like, "How? Who? Who do? Who wrote that line though?" <laughs> Yeah, it was Smigel. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's look at the cast, shall we? This is a great cast, I gotta say. Sandler, James, Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Fran Drescher, uh, Steve Buscemi, Molly Shannon. I didn't realize that was Molly Shannon. Oh, yeah. Um, David Spade. CeeLo Green, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the cranky guy himself, John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting into people I don't know. Uh, Brian Stack, Chris Parnell, Jim, Jackie Sandler. Jim Wise. Mm. Smigel's a voice. Yeah, Fake Paul Britton is a voice. Remember Paul Britton? Oh, yeah. Rob Riggle, baby. Rob Riggle. Um, I gotta say, uh, I enjoyed, well, I'll wait until, I'll wait until we talk about the movie, but I, uh, I like a lot of these, 
I like a lot of these voices. You don't hear some of these voices a lot in uh, animated films, and it's nice. Yeah, not since um, and not since uh, Eight Crazy Nights have we heard Sandler in a in a animated. Yeah, I mentioned uh, Eight Crazy Nights is weird because it's like, I think we talked about it that it doesn't really know what it is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it should either pick a side and be like a full on kids movie or like an R-rated Sandler thing, like animated, uh, uh, what's it called? Happy Madison movie. Um, this movie is uh, obviously like more geared towards uh, kids, at least a lot more family friendly. Um, but I would love to see, uh, I, I would have loved it if Eight Crazy Nights had the same like vibe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I just thought it was fun. Hmm. It yeah. was fun. There was uh There's nothing like an old man getting stuck in a porter potty and shoved yeah, down a mountain. Yeah, an old man <laughs> getting bullied for yeah. an hour and a half. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I agree with that. I like. I mean, I like. I also think this movie, knowing that Smigel was on it, um, makes a lot of sense because this movie is a joke machine. Like it never stops. It never lets up with the jokes. I feel like everything is a joke, uh, which is like almost like 30 rock for kids or something like a 30 rock for kids. Hmm, Now I'm writing down ideas. Okay. Let me see here. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. It's like 30 rock for kids. So it's (laughs) like the, uh, it's like the T the producers, uh, and writing, uh, writer's room of all that yeah (laughs) (laughs) right right. uh jeremy were you aware this movie i'm sure you picked up on this but this movie uh in fact follows the original dracula story as if it were telling the original stoker novel chronologically my friend goes in the same uh order i guess Mm. how familiar are you with the original dracula story by the way oh uh, read it, have read it, and have listened to the uh, uh, whatever you call it, the, uh, the audiobook? audiobook of it, yeah, recently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it is, yeah, which makes sense, like the kid in this is Jonathan, which is a reference to Jonathan Harker, right? The guy who okay. comes to Dracula's castle to the real estate agent, um, yeah, I I like I like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Have you ever read it? No, but I know that it's like uh, it influences a lot of things that I like, mm-hmm. or has influenced. Um, but no, what is it? Is it old? How old is it? Um, yeah, it's from uh, the early nineteen hundreds. I want to say because well, oh, okay. you got to think it's been it's it's super old, right? Like, uh, because there's like. The movie um, Nosferatu, which is like a classic old, uh, yeah, 1897 is when the book was mm. published. So uh, typically animated films have actors and actresses record their dialogue separately, but Jendi 
Tarkovsky wanted Sandler, Kevin James, David Spade, and Steve Buscemi together to record like it was live action. I wondered about this while I was watching this movie because there's, especially there's there's some dialogue between like Sandler and David Spade where I was like, man, if they recorded that separately, that's like really uh, pretty good because it sounds very much like they're in the same room. Yeah, yeah. I I um I felt like a lot of I mean. It's all in the editing, right? I've definitely edited audio before to make it sound more conversational. You know, two people record it separately. It's doable, but this sounds uh, a little more authentic. I li- I like it. I like all the the back and forth. I like the joke. Oh like yeah. Jo- I think it's a punchy movie. You know. I bet they had a blast. I bet those four dudes all had like they probably spent like a week. You know, going into the studio recording a little bit. And uh, they probably went off and had some, like, hilarious lunch breaks every day. You know what I mean? Right. Just joking around. Right. Man. Voiceover actor would be a great job. I bet it would be, yeah. The only thing you uh, have to, you know, the only thing you need is, like, your little throat coat tee. And that's it. You can come in your pajamas. Yeah. You'd show up naked if you wanted to. Totally, if the engineer was cool with it. Sure. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Designer Carlos Grangle created the mariachi skeletons to honor and pay tribute to the Mexican Day of the Dead holiday. I did notice that. Mm-hmm. Did notice that. Um, Jeremy, were you aware of that Frank's light blue skin... While some interpretations recolor Frankenstein's monster as green, the original black and white movie's makeup was indeed pale blue to give the impression in monochrome of pale and injured tissue. What an interesting uh, reference Mm -hmm. to throw in there. I wonder, uh, I would never have picked up on that without reading this. Um, But it's interesting that they uh, thought to do that. Weird, yeah, definitely weird. Like, or (laughs) fun, you know, like kind of cool. Yeah. It's almost like Scorsese doing an entire children's movie about uh, what's the uh, what's his face, Frank Millez? Is his name Frank? <laughs> John Millez? Is that John Millez? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like really old, nods to like really old film. Stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan is pretty much based on who I was in high school. Andy Samberg said, super positive in the face of adver- adversity, even maybe when he shouldn't be. Uh, Andy Samberg's super funny in this. Wow. He's, uh, his voice acting is funny. The, uh, the character is funny. I like it. Yeah. I like, I like Samberg and Sandler together. What do you think of that pair? Uh, I, it worked, for li- you know, worked okay and that's my boy. I'd like to see someone else take the helm, though, like a non-Happy Madison crew kind of try to do something with those two guys. I think they're really great, and I think I'd like to see it done in a different light. Sure. Yeah. Did you see this Miley Cyrus thing? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, I'll read it. Miley Cyrus was initially cast as Mavis, but was fired after buying her boyfriend... Then, at the time, Liam Hensworth, a penis-shaped cake for his birthday and being photographed licking it. (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> the studio brass was nervous about the starlet leading an animated family film while shedding her Disney Channel image. So she was replaced by Selena Gomez. <laughs> Man. That was, there was like 10 years ago. Remember that? Miley Cyrus was like, uh, everyone's like, this lady's like ruining her career. Couldn't be, couldn't be more uh, famous now. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, she only ever did good. <laughs> yeah. It only ever worked out. So, e. Um, ba 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 ba. You know what? Let's talk about this damn movie. What do you say? <laughs> I thought I saw something about... Uh... Oh, yeah, here it is. Andy Samberg co-wrote and performed the song Sweet 118 in his office at Saturday Night Live while producer Michelle Murdoka listened on the phone. Interesting stuff. Uh, Jeremy, we are about to dive into the plot of Hotel Transylvania. If you have not seen this movie... What the hell are you doing? Yeah, break your um, phone. Delete you this podcast. Probably, yeah, definitely, yeah, delete the podcast and then break your phone. Right. If you do it the other way around, you won't be able to, you know, delete the podcast. But, uh, Jeremy, it is the year 1895. After his wife Martha was killed by an angry human mob, Count Dracula commissions and builds a massive monsters-only hotel in Transylvania in which he raises his daughter Mavis. Is Mavis a character in the uh, original, in the Bram Stoker Batman? (laughs) Bram Stoker's Batman? Or, yeah. uh, Yes, Bram Stoker's Batman. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Um, No. um, No. She's not. uh, Mavis is, to my knowledge, was uh, a, a typing teaching program on PC, Mavis Beacon. Mm. I was more of a uh, Mario teaches typing guy. Yeah. But, uh, I like remember that. Mavis Beacon. Right. Yeah. It's uh, not, no, there's the names, the, the, the very famous lady names in Dracula are Lucy and Mina. Mm-hmm. Mina, okay. Mm-hmm. Mina's the one who, unfortunately, dies. And Lucy is kind of the main, one of the main characters of the Gotcha. Um, The hotel also serves as a safe haven and a getaway for the world's monsters from fear of human persecution. Uh, So we're getting, we're getting, uh, we get Sandler right away, really. We get the whole, the story with Mavis and Mm -hmm. um, the backstory of the, uh, let's see, you know, Dracula and all that stuff and Martha. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you thinking, Jeremy? As a as a person watching this movie for what I'm going to assume is the first time, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, "Wow, not funny <laughs> yet." <laughs> I think Sandler. I was like, uh, when I realized Sandler is the voice of uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I I I was a little bit skeptical. I think he does it really well. I think yeah. it's actually a really good fit. Yeah, he's fine. He's just kind of throwing on a little Eastern European accent onto his, um, on yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit too of uh. Did you ever see Despicable Me, Eric? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Carell's uh grew is a lot like this. They they both are okay. very very yeah. similar voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I, uh, I I do think that there's there's a lot of you're right. This is sort of like a joke machine movie uh, in a lot of ways. There is a ton of really good humor comes from uh, Dracula, um, just like Dracula specifics. I forget exactly what happens in the beginning, but he there's a moment where he like blows up. You know what I mean? There's a couple moments throughout the movie where he like goes nuts or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, famous monsters such as Frankenstein and his wife Eunice, Wayne and Wanda Werewolf and their massive uh, immediate family, Griffin the Invisible Man and Murray the Mummy often come to stay at the hotel. Wow, that was a Wild very sentence. poorly <laughs> poorly written <laughs> sentence Yikes. on the uh, Wikipedia page for Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, there's this big scene. Everyone should go on you. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie and you're just listening to this because you're like, I don't care, uh, go to YouTube and watch this scene. It's pretty fun. It's like all the monsters showing up to the hotel. Pretty fun set piece. You know, you get to meet everybody, and there's a cool fart scene. Yeah, it's great, and you kind of get to. You're right. You get to meet a lot of the a lot of the characters, which is great. Right away, you get to. Like I remember during this moment, I was like, "Oh, great! So we're gonna get like some Kevin James and some David Spade, and uh, you know some of these some of these people." I think Fran Drescher, uh, her character shows up pretty early. Yeah, she's um, Frankenstein's wife, so it's like all, you know. Although we don't hear. Uh, Wanda or Eunice right away in this opening sequence. It's still pretty good. Um, in the present day, 2012, on Mavis's 118th birthday, Dracula allows his daughter to leave the castle to explore the human world, but he sets up an elaborate plan using the zombie bellhops disguised as humans to make them seem intimidating and frightening and frighten her home. Um, pretty good. So, so uh, this doesn't happen in the uh, Bram Stoker's uh, Batman, does it? No, 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 no. It's uh, pretty much just uh, Joker kind of for a while, and then, you know, Batman comes in, saves everybody. Mm. Pretty boring, if Robin. you ask me. No, no zombie bellhops there. Um, Robin lays an egg. Yeah, uh, he does. Mm-hmm. The uh, I like the whole uh, the the theme of like humans are scary is funny or like right. just uh, not even that but just like making fun of uh, humans it's it, it's a funny it's a funny concept yeah um, it's, it's also like sort of a sweet uh, back story for Dracula and like I don't know it's good I like it's 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 interesting you don't see a lot of uh, like movies like this where it's like a single parent raising a kid mm-hmm. you know what i mean which is it's interesting to think of this movie as that but it uh, is it's, it's like it's, like it's, like it's kind of like a, a like a pa- big daddy <clears throat> big daddy uh spiritual successor yes yes uh but with a lot less um <laughs> john stewart uh the plans the plan works but the zombies inadvertently lead a 21 year old human jonathan johnny lawfrin lawfrin back to the hotel drac frantically disguises him as a frankenstein-esque monster and passes him off as frankenstein's cousin johnny stein uh what do you think of johnny Ooh, i wouldn't say andy sandberg i think he's doing a good job in this movie like the character little rabble rouser 
you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's funny. I, I imagine him, like... He's got to get like super animated when he's does doing the, the these voiceovers, because um, he's got like a very. Uh, every time I heard him, I was like, he's got to be like bouncing around the studio when he's doing this. But um, yeah, I think it's a good. Uh, I think it's a good like character, just like uh, all around, sort of like a modern, uh, like. Uh, too young to be like a stoner character, but like a modern like uh, d- you know, dude kid, like skater mm-hmm. kid or something. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Jonathan soon encounters Mavis and the two zing. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean to zing? Love at first sight. <laughs> it's a personal experience as well as a common trope in literature. A person or character feels an instant, extreme, and ultimately long-lasting romantic attraction for a stranger upon first seeing that stranger. Jeremy, <laughs> you ever you ever zing? Oh yeah, man, I zang with you in the minute we started this show. Damn. Well, wish I could say the the uh, the zing was mutual. <laughs> yeah, but... the zing was not mutual. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more of a zong for me. Yeah. Uh, Unable to get Johnny out of the hotel without notice, Drac uh, quickly improvises, and Johnny is a party planner brought in to bring a fresher approach to his own traditional and boring parties. Johnny quickly becomes a hit to the other monsters, but his worries, but this worries Drac, who is both jealous of Johnny's popularity and afraid that his friends will never return to the hotel if they find out about the lie. Uh, Drac orders Johnny to leave, but he, uh, is brought back by Mavis, who is unaware of Johnny's real species and feud with her father. Uh, after being shown the beauty of a sunrise by Johnny, Mavis is inspired to give humans another chance. Jeremy, you ever experienced the beauty of a sunrise? Um, yeah, I think so. Hand, handful of times. Maybe once, twice. Two sunrises, three sunrises. What about you, Eric? You ever? I know you like to get your winks in. So, you ever uh, accidentally wake up a little early? It's just. Oh yeah. Up. Oh yeah. And you know what? I'm cranky as hell. I'm a regular <laughs> CeeLo Green. If yeah, that happens. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So we're getting. I don't know. I guess kind of a love story. You know. Yeah. Between the two. Yeah. Characters. Um. The party, or wait. Meanwhile, the hotel chef Quasimodo, with the help of his pet rat Esmeralda, learns that Johnny is a human and kidnaps him to cook him. Drac intervenes and magically freezes Quasimodo to keep him from telling anyone that Johnny is human. Drac leads Johnny to his quarters and shows him a painting of Martha, allowing Johnny to realize why Drac built the hotel and became overprotective of Mavis. Uh, Johnny then agrees to leave for good, but Drac, noticing that Mavis and Johnny's feelings for each other are real, persuades him to stay for the for the time being to avoid ruining Mavis's birthday. Drac and Johnny begin to bond and have fun together. Mm-hmm. I like the scene with them in the um, banquet hall riding the tables. Yes, that's fun. Um yeah, it is. <laughs> the The two uh, play off of each other w- really well. I wonder if uh, Sandler and Sandberg did any of this recording together. 
um, like the other guys yeah, did. Wonder. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, a heartbroken. Wait, the party is a great success the next night, and Mavis looks forward to opening a gift from Martha. However, when Johnny and Mavis share their first kiss, Drac overreacts and in his outburst inadvertently confesses to deceiving Mavis with the town. Uh, A still-frozen Quasimodo bursts in, and Mr. Fly reveals from his frozen speech that Johnny is a human disguised by Drac. The guests are shocked and outraged by the deceit at play, but Mavis is undeterred and wants to be with Johnny. Johnny feigns interest in Mavis and rejects her out of respect for for her father and leaves the hotel. Heartbreaking, my dude. I can't yeah. believe the movie ended there. Also. I know, it's and the credits like rolled leaves. so fast, too. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, quick movie. And there was just a, a a little flashing Chiron that said, "Please exit the theater now." <laughs> yeah, with just a beeping, like a siren <laughs> yeah. noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be funny to like be a, if a movie reviewer was like uh, writing about a movie. And he wrote about like how the movie was like crazy, like all of a sudden, like crazy ending, like all of a sudden, like when you think the movie's only halfway done, there's like the fire alarms go off in the right. theater, and yeah. like all these sprinklers go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got this alert on my phone. Somebody named Amber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did they do that? Yeah. Anyway, um, were you tearing up at this moment, Jeremy? Were you crying yet? I had already cried. All the tears I could cry, um, watching the banquet scene with the flying tables. So I was pretty exhausted at this point. More just taking it and letting it wash over me. What about you? Were you grabbing the old hanky and sort of drying, drying the eyes? Uh, you know, Jeremy, the the tears were flowing, but uh, out of laughter, my friend. I. Uh, <laughs> I found this. I found this movie to be uh, to be quite funny, um, but no, I didn't. I didn't cry. Uh, I'm not a freaking yeah. You're wimp, not. A, you're not right? a CeeLo Green. You're not a little baby. Right, right. Um, a heartbroken Mavis files onto the roof with her mother's gift, and Drac follows her in hopes of comforting her. He learns the present is a book about how Drac and Martha zinged and fell in love. Drac realizes he no longer knows humankind's true tolerance of monsters. After apologizing to the patrons, Drac persuades Frank, Wayne, Griffin, and Murray to head out into a human into the human world to help him find Johnny. And with the scent tracking ability of Wayne's daughter, Winnie, they learn that he is about to catch a flight back to the United States. Ooh. So uh, now Drax after Johnny. What do you think mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, he's got. Well, he messed up. You know, he's got to. He's got to fix his mistakes. Uh, the forehead. They should have done a joke about Count Dracula, uh-huh. or, or Count uh, Count, Count Chocula. Chocula here. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Well, but Smigel plays fake Dracula. That's true. So maybe they could have, instead of him playing that, he could have played Count uh, Chocula. Right. And also hey, Booberry. What about Booberry? Is that, what's, which one is your favorite uh, spooky cereal? 
I think it's Count Chocula, but Frankenberry is okay too. I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Frankenberry as well. I'm t- trying to see. Okay, so we got Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. Mm-hmm. You always have uh, Yummy Mummy. I've never had Yummy Mummy. Me neither. I don't is know if I want to. Is that a new thing? <laughs> it looks like uh, it looks like it's a what's the company that post or whatever. Um, Fruit Brute is another one. Fruit Brute. Oh, yummy. Yeah. Yummy looks pretty good. Yummy. Yeah, I might have to try that actually. Uh, oh, wait a minute. But no, yeah. it doesn't. Artificial orange cream flavor. <laughs> no. That sounds great. Orange cream, you kidding me? Uh, the forehead to the airport, but are held up in a in a town celebrating a monster festival along the way. Frankenstein attempts to scare away the assembled crowd of humans with a loud roar, but instead receives wild applause and adoration. He then gets the humans to agree to help, and a team of men dressed as vampires provides Drac shelter from the sunlight while he rushes to the airport. Uh, Drac arrives to see Johnny... Johnny's plane taking off, and he gives chase uh, in bat form, burning in the sunlight. Uh, after burning getting Johnny's attention, Drac makes his way to the windshield of the plane and uses his mind-controlling power on the pilot to help him apologize, uh, stating that Mavis has grown up and can make their own uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. Johnny accepts his apology, and Drac manipulates the pilot to turn to the Transylvanian airport. You know what would have been great, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. You get Sandler, you get Dracula in there in human form, and he uh, oh. comes out of the cockpit with a guitar. Oh, my singing, God. Uh, yeah. All I want to do is grow old with you, and Billy grow Idol's there. old with you. Thanks, Billy Could've Idol. <laughs> Could have done a total uh, wedding singer. You know, ending if they wanted to, but they didn't, Jeremy. They uh, what they did is they had Drac return Johnny to Mavis, announcing that he approves of Johnny. Johnny confesses to Mavis that their zing was mutual, and the two kiss. Uh, the monsters finish celebrating Mavis's party, impressing the hotel guests. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't. I have no idea. How they do see that many sequels out of this? I'm actually kind of yeah. curious to see like what sort of stories they uh, turn out with. of this. Well, good yeah. news for you, Eric. We will be covering two more of these films. I, I think like <laughs> uh, maybe you just introduce different villains. You know, now that the conflict between Johnny and uh, and Count the Count is all kind of wrapped up. Um, and I- Mavis, you know, uh, you introduce new villains, and then it becomes maybe like that. Father of the Bride and then Father of the Bride sequel, which is like, you know, where life has more drama to offer. So you just kind of pull from that. So it's pretty soon it'll be about like Mavis and Johnny wanting to have kids or something. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing. So I, I, I started treating you like you were a studio executive and I had to quickly pitch you <laughs> how the sure. sequels were going to work. But um, I'm, I'm sure they'll come up with something. You know, my thing with this movie is, uh, okay, so I, I love the idea of Hotel Transylvania, the franchise. I think this is great. I love uh, I love introducing, uh, you know, 
younger viewers to the to the world of monsters and and scary things is Mm -hmm. is cool to me um you know we've been talking about like the monsters and the adams family here's the thing that i wish hotel transylvania had and maybe this will maybe this will happen in in the sequels is uh you know take like nightmare before christmas that's a movie that uh you know is kind of a kid's movie ish but it's it's legitimately like when I was a kid that movie like scared me. You know what I mean? Same right. thing with uh like some moments in the Adams Family movie. Right. There's nothing like scary in Hotel Transylvania. And I kind of wish there was. I wish there was like a little <laughs> bit of a darker <laughs> a little, el- It's almost yeah. too like Pixar-y or something. I agree. It is total Pixar stuff here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I Which do, it's uh, not by the way, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. I think is it Illumination? Uh, Sony Pictures man, mm, ma- Animation. Sony Pictures. Columbia. I don't know. Um, yeah, so interesting. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I like uh, a little bit of a darker tone would be fun. Or like sort of that, um, like maybe juxtaposing like when the humans show up, like they get really scary or something. Like making it like really... Oh, hold on one second. All right. Jeremy's, uh, I got to assume Jeremy is uh, dealing with um, some type of an issue. Probably just a fire in his uh, house or something like that. You know how houses uh, start on fire once in a while. Um, he's probably just taking the uh, fire extinguisher out of its uh, cage? Do you call it a cage? Cage or maybe a... Ansari, we had some door slamming we had to get through. Hey, what do you call the thing that you keep a fire extinguisher in? Um, It's house. That's the word, house. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, Jeremy, what... Uh, I'm curious. Yes, sir. Uh, you have... Chucky's face, right? Mm-hmm. And what's, what's there are zero freckles on it. Uh-huh. Now, the more freckles Chucky has, the better you think this movie is. Well, Eric... But only up to four. So uh, what do you do? <laughs> oh, okay, up to four. That that That's good. Okay, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, was going to give it seven out of a thousand. So <laughs> I'm glad you've... Uh, that's not no, very good. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, Hotel Transylvania is getting a 2.5 from me baby i think this movie is good for a kid's movie it doesn't get to the heights of a of a pixar film in fact falls pretty short of that but i still think it looks really good i think it's funny i think it's like a freaking joke like i said joke machine um and i like so you know 2.5 not a bad score definitely not a not on the lower end of things, really. I it, it's a uh, I like it. Point two five better than Funny People. I like it. Point two five better than Gangs of New York, even. Mm. Um, but uh, I like it a little less than something like The Color of Money. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What about sure. you? Um, you know what, Jeremy? I, I I'll give it a two point five as well. I think that's yeah. a, I think that's a fine score. Um. I do, you know, maybe I've been a little negative on the movie uh, in my recent comments, but I do, I do think this is a good movie. I like it. Uh, 
I think it's great. I actually kind of want to show this movie to my nephew. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, like I said, would love for it to have you know movies, kids movies in the '90s in general had like a little bit of a darker edge to them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Goonies. That movie was like scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. That. I mean, <laughs> that movie's dark though. The Sandlot. I mean, you got that freaking dog. Uh, you know, there's, we, we gotta, we have to be scaring children more in film is, is the stance I'm taking in this episode and, uh, I'm sticking to it. Now, Jeremy, next episode, we are of course covering more Sandler movies, uh, or at least one more movie. Um, and we are going to be covering the next installment, which is called, (laughs) Not Here Comes the Boom. Oh, Grown Ups 2. Yeah. We're we're doing Grown Ups 2. Finally. We get Sandler back, some James back. We get Spade. Are doing so many Kevin James movies. I know. (laughs) Intentionally. I love the guy. Can't help it. Yeah, he's great. Um, Grown Ups 2, man. It's going to be a great time. I I got to imagine a sequel to a movie that, in my opinion, was already funny. It's got to be even funnier. Um, Yeah. If Wayne's World has taught me, taught us anything, uh, Jeremy, anything you want to say to the people uh, before we sign off? No. And wait, I almost did the wrong uh, catchphrase there. Uh, Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Mm-hmm.